then I choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Hey, yo, 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 yo. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking, Kells Podcast, episode 343. I'm back. So listen, a little disclaimer, a couple disclaimers. I, the usual one, I'm not sure how long this is going to be. It might not be that long. The second one, I need y'all to bear with me. I, I have had, I told you I had a summer cold. It turned into bronchitis. Thing about bronchitis is once you get bronchitis afterwards, you have sometimes a lingering cough for weeks. I went to the doctor, was like, can you give me anything? She was like, nah, it's just what it is. So I'm going to try to keep the coughs down here. It's not as bad as it was. Um, it's not help because it's summertime. And, you know, when it's hot, I turn the air on and air irritates bronchitis ter- <coughs> Excuse me, terribly. I have my water here. Yes, I do. And just bear with me. I mean, it's not as bad as it was, but I do have to cough sometimes. And I'll try to cut it out where I can, but, like, just bear with me. All right, so anyway. <coughs> see, they're going right there. I could cut that one out, though. Um, anyway, um, I'm back. I told you I'll be back this week. Um, I have a lot of new things going on. Um, If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I'm officially being admitted to the California bar. Yay, I'm excited about that. So um, that was a long and arduous process. But I have other major life changes that I'm not quite ready to tell y'all about yet. But I will soon... So it's just it's um it's not the schedule I used to have it's not the it's not the moves I used to make my time is a little bit more uh uh it's 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 going shit is going to change just put it like that I mean this podcast still going to come but like I don't have as much downtime as I used to all right so anyway let's get started I know y'all been waiting for this um and let's see I have oh you know it's not really that deep. I do have a few things, but, like, if this is not going to be the, like, super deep episode because it's, like, I feel like outside of the couple things I'm going to talk about, it's not, like, a whole lot of stuff um, that happened this week. So, if you've been listening to this podcast since about, I don't even know how long I've been doing this. I, people keep a track of, like, the year anniversary. I really don't. I probably should. But I know I've been doing it since before the run-up to the 2016 election. So, if you've been listening that long... You know that I basically told y'all, mapped this whole shit out with Trump and, and the GOP and the stealing the votes. I've been telling y'all this since about 2014, 2015. Actually, I've been telling y'all this since whenever um, Ed Snowden uh, leaked that shit. I've been saying this since then to people. I don't know if I, I don't know if that was the podcast was around him, but I've been saying this since then. And the reason why, and I have to keep saying this because I know I get new listeners every day, and just even people that just really don't even understand what it is that I'm saying. But um, you know, before law school, I was in the Marine Corps, and then I worked on the government side as a intel intel analyst and linguist. And in the Marine Corps, I was a Russian. I was what's called a Russian linguist cryptologic. Um, Russian cryptologic linguist so that's um 2676 cause I get people to test me like they think I'm lying and shit nigga I'm a, I'm a United States Marine Corps veteran like you I don't you know eat a dick anyway um so you know after you do your training and your, your basic training and your combat training then you go to your MOS school so I went out the um there's a it's called the Defense Language Institute and it's in Monterey California and that's where all the military and all like um U.S. military, foreign militaries, dignitaries, um, sometimes royal family members send their people to learn English if they are going to work in like a government or diplomatic capacity. There is a smaller language school in D.C., but it is not the preeminent one. The preeminent one is out. It's in Mount. It's in Monterey, California, right by Pebble Beach, and. 
I mean, that's where the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, um, you know, FBI. Well, I'm not sure. No, I think the federal agencies probably send their people to the one in D.C. But, um, you know, um, ambassadors from other countries to America, um, like, you know, like I said, royal, like if you're the son, like if you're if you're the son of like a royal um, or like a high government official and you're going in there and you're coming to America, they'll send them there. I mean, you can always, you know, pay for it yourself. But like if you have the benefit, the Defense Language Institute is the premier language institute in the world and you get you get top class language skills for free. So, I mean, I guess you could pay for it. But why would you? Right. So. That's where I went for Russian. Um, then after that, you go down to um, Goodfellow Air Force Base in San Angelo, Texas, and you learn what is really the secret, top secret squirrel TSSCI part of the job, where, you know, how we actually do the intel, how we actually do the, the uh, exploitation collection, you learn that. And then from there, you go on to your permanent duty station. So my permanent duty station from there was at Fort Meade, Maryland, which is also a joint service base. That's where NSA is located. So you have Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, um, all on this one base. Most, I don't, if you guys don't know about the military, most military bases are not like that. If you're in the Marine Corps and you don't do, and you just do a regular MOS, you only go to Marine bases. So you're only going to be at 1st Battalion, 2nd Battalion, Lejeune, um, and, um, you know, you may be at a naval base depending on your MOS. Like, if you do, if you have a flight MOS, like if you're an aircraft mechanic or a pilot or something like that, you you probably be at a Navy base, maybe. <clears throat> Cherry Point, Pensacola, something like that. But Army people go to Army bases. Air Force people go to Air Force bases typically, unless you have an MOS like Intel. I'm trying to think what else it would be. Um, uh, certain, like... IT positions like certain if you have a clearance and you do like cyber operations and stuff like that stuff that would be centered around um, national security and the Pentagon so Fort Meade is NSA it's in the DMV area where all the bases are the Pentagon is there Langley CIA is there um, um, FBI is a little further down um, I had to go um, let, sorry, Langley is a little further down. The CIA has other other um, facilities in in Virginia that are a little further down, qu- quite far down actually. I was like, damn, I'm deep in Virginia now. But um, that was, and I did that for five years, and then I transferred out of work for the government for a brief time. Same job, but just wasn't enough money for me. I was like, listen, you mean to tell me I can go do this as a contractor and make three times this? So that's you know, daddy ain't raised no fool and I didn't want to be no government worker for the rest of my life. So that's what I did. So, but when I was in the Marine Corps, my, um, station at Fort Meade, I got put on Russian command and control, which is basically, and and I got there in, um, pre nine 11. So I got there before, um, all, all hell broke loose basically. And so, um, Russian C is Russian C4 ISR basically. And it's Russian command and control, which is Putin, the GRU and the KGB. That's what we were on. And so that's the desk I sat on um, and until 9-11 and then everybody all of a sudden Russia got deprioritized and everybody went different places. And um, that's when I ended up going to, even though I was still stationed at um, Fort Meade, they send you on what's called TDYs, which is temporary duties. Normally, <coughs> that's, you know, somewhere else, like they'll send you on a TDY to Japan or something like that. But because of the way shit is set up in Washington and so many bases, I ended up just going down to O&I, which is down in Suitland. So I was on TDY down there to a, a command called the Naval Intelligence Warfare Activity, NIWA. And down there is where I got put on um, counter-terror. Like, I got, actually, I got put on a hodgepodge of stuff because, believe it or not, um, because Afghanistan was um, occupied by the Russians for so long, they speak Russian. And, and so you can be a Russian linguist and still do Afghanistan, but I got put on a hodgepodge of things. Point is, Russia got deprioritized, and everybody said they weren't the enemy no more, and we and it was a brand new world. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And shout out to my boy, Phil, who sat next to me. I call him my boy, but like Phil was like a very brilliant, Phil was like, I don't know, probably like <coughs> late 50s, early 60s at that time. He was a Navy vet, went over to work for NSA. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant guy. I mean, this guy was literally a rocket scientist, and he, um, was in charge well not in charge but he sat on the desk of like all so basically 
all the shit that Trump gave away, when you give away TSSCI, the kind of information you're giving away, if you don't know, is technical shit. The satellites we use, maybe the frequencies that the satellites are on, when, when we're over certain areas, because like I told you before, Intel, it's not a secret. Like China, Russia, all these people, we all spy on each other. Everybody knows that. So they know we have satellites that spy on them. Same way we know that they have satellites that spy on us but the stuff that you might not know is like what brand the satellite it is like what is picking up is it is it doing an infrared is it doing a below ground like when does it come around stuff like that that's what you might not know like now when it's a, a, a enemy as old as soviet russia we do kind of know so there are certain times a day when we know oh such and such satellite is overhead because you can't in the movies, it's not like in the movies, like in, what was that, um, Enemy of the State, when they were moving the satellites around, you can't do that, when you, this, when you shoot a satellite into the air, it goes into the orbit, just like the moon and the sun and everything, it's affected by gravity, and it's going around the earth in orbit, you can't, you could put a thruster on it, and, and maybe turn it a little bit, but like, you can't pull it out of that orbit, it's just like, just like you can't pull the moon out of its orbit, right, so, <clears throat> you know, when when you know that it's going around but what you may not know is the frequency that it's going around you may not know when it's exactly when it's taking pictures when it's going around so for the most part like you might know oh here comes such and such um satellite it's going to be over this base at 3 p.m so we hide everything at 3 p.m so they could be going over that area for 20 30 years now and never know that that's a that that's our most sensitive military site with missiles and shit. They don't know that because every time they take a picture of it, all they see is desert. So unless they have any other information or a spy or an asset of somebody telling them, hey, no, actually, that base that y'all think ain't nothing, that's where y'all need to take the pictures. But y'all need to take the pictures at 4.15, not 3 o'clock, because they know that y'all over there say so hide everything. So that's the type of shit that Trump gave away. He also gave away shit for, like, basically the network. Because, like I told you before, like, and people say phone taps, which I hate because that's very antiquated. Nobody taps phones anymore. That's like what shit they used to do in like the early 1900s when that technology was new, where you literally had to tap on the wire. That's not how it works now. Phones go, as you know, across, you know, through the air as signals and, and, and satellite and all that shit. And basically what the equipment does now is it just sucks those signals out the air. Like you just aim your satellite at whatever degree latitude longitude that you have calculated it should be and you just suck all that shit out the air and 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 that's the problem with edwin Ed, uh, snowden because what edward thought he had discovered that we're collecting way more and you didn't discover no secret dude that's what we do there is no way when you are doing that that you can say oh we want to take these calls but not those calls it doesn't work like that you just snatch everything out and then you have filters that you have set for whatever you're looking for. So, yeah, you're going to capture calls where people are talking to their eye. You're going to capture calls that are not um, relevant to national security, of course. That doesn't mean you're exploiting them. First of all, when you want to um, listen to somebody who is a U.S. citizen, you cannot. There's all kind of like you need, you need, you need warrants and all that shit. Even if you're not a U.S. citizen but you're on U.S. soil, you need a warrant and all that shit. So when you get on TV and tell people that NSA is collecting more than they have, that's a lie. That's you don't understand the technology and you don't understand the job that you're doing and you're not telling the truth because that's not what occurs. Yes, we collect that all, but we don't listen to that all. We listen to certain things, and if we are listening to a U.S. citizen, we have a warrant. The only um, exception to that, and I'm not telling y'all nothing that hasn't already been exposed, the only exception to that is if this U.S. person or person on U.S. soil <coughs> excuse me, is talking to somebody in Iraq or they're talking to somebody in Afghanistan or, or Saudi Arabia, then what you do is you listen on the Saudi Arabia side because you don't need that. You don't need a U.S. laws don't apply there. So that so that's what you do. And again, he didn't understand the technology. So he's telling people, "Oh, we're spying on you." That's it. No, we're not. That U.S. citizen is talking to Osama bin Laden over in Saudi Arabia, and we're actually listening on Osama bin Laden's in. And we're allowed to do that because Osama bin Laden is the target. And if you're talking to Osama bin Laden, you a terrorist too. Or even if you're not, you have information that we can get that we can get that will lead us to Osama bin Laden. So we're gonna do that. 
So that's the kind of information that Trump was giving away. That's what TS is called secret compartmentalized information. That's a general moniker that covers a lot of different things. Like there's all kind of SCI. Like you get read in, like I got read into a whole bunch of programs because of the job I was doing in the office I had access to. I didn't get read into every SCI. Nobody does. Like the, the office over for me, they might have got read into an, another a program. We call them programs because like every um I don't know, top secret, operate, whatever you want to call it. Operation has a name, you know, program, you know, I don't know, Wolf program and program Wolf might be something from like World War Two might be some, you know, channel we've been listening to since World War Two, because, you know, we trying to make sure fascists not right. You know, what I mean, like you get read into different shit like the people that speak Spanish. They go down to good. They go down to Medina, the Air Force Base in Medina. They're all on the border. They get read into totally different SEI because they're listening for drug traffickers and, and that type of shit. That's a totally different program. Like I would not get read into that program because I have, I don't have a need to know that. So, but it's all under SCI because it's all our satellites and all our collection and all exploitation. And when you give that to other countries. It's invaluable because you never know. Like I said, we spy on them. They spy on us. We know things that they don't know we know. They know things that we don't know they know, you know. <clears throat> and so you might think that the little piece of information you're giving them is inconsequential because, again, hold on, I got to take a drink. Because, again, you don't understand enough about what you're doing and you don't understand enough about the bigger picture to know that that little piece of information that you, little random ass dude, have decided is inconsequential might be the one piece that they needed, might be the one piece they've been waiting on. You know what? As soon as we find out what brand of fucking, um, I don't know, iPods these motherfuckers use, as soon as we find out the brand, we got their asses, because that's the only piece, we got this, this, and this, but we can't do, we can't exploit this last piece, because we don't know what brand they use, and if we, and if we turn it on without knowing the brand, we gonna, we gonna blow the whole shit up, so you sending them over, oh yeah, they use iPods, thinking that's, that's not important, and you just gave them everything, oh bitch, they use iPods, boom, plug it in, now we got their ass, so, that's why I have no patience and I have no tolerance for this quote fingers um, whistleblower shit. You're not blowing whistles. You're compromising national security that people have fought and died for and that is very important to our safety and your little fucking personal code of whatever the fuck does not override that and if you don't want to hold that trust if you don't want to do that job then you go work at walmart you don't go get a government job and get a clearance and 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 say that you're going to keep these things secret and sign all these paperwork that say if you don't you're going to go to jail for 25 years you don't sign that paperwork if you if you're fundamentally opposed to it and that's why i don't have no no time for none of these all of y'all can go to fuck to jail all of y'all all of y'all because you're you're putting people's lives in danger you're getting people killed people in other countries are risking their lives to get that information we have people implanted in companies and and places all over the world that you don't know shit about that are stealing secrets same way we keep catching Chinese people oh we caught a Chinese spy working for Samsung you know why because they're trying to get, figure out shit that they can use to exploit us so that's why I knew I said all that to say bringing it back around that's why I knew exactly what this operation was because I sat on the Russian desk so I knew the GRU we know how they operate we know I mean you get read into all that cold war stuff and they tell you all like this you know this is this this happened in 1977 this happened after the end of World War II like you get read into all that shit you find out like where what you know where the sensitive you don't find out who the sensitive um assets are but you find out that there are that they that they exist right and in the 80s it was a serious thing like a lot of y'all um are not old enough for the cold war the cold war was in the 80s and 70s when i was a child a lot of y'all were born after um the, the berlin wall, wall fell so y'all don't know anything about it but it was a real thing that's why those movies red dawn and all those 80s movies about nuclear that's what that was about and those operations were real like espionage was real people really were leaving chalk lines on the mailbox so they could do the drop all in dc and dmv and everywhere and you had spies robert hansen you had all these people that were um spying for other countries this is a real thing and it was a real threat and, and so <clears throat> it's very frustrating now 
to see people who have grown up after that and have all this ideological bullshit in their head and think that this is all a game and and get this shit up because these motherfuckers can get the code to our fucking uh safe and come take all our shit and we all be in the world of fucking we all be hooked up to plows it's not a game and i knew that this was a Russian operation from the beginning because of all the, we call it information, misinformation over here. And Russia is Soviet Russia. It's just called propaganda. This is what they do in Russia all the time. This is nonstop. It's just Citizens United, which was a god-awful Supreme Court decision and needs to be reversed. The reason why we have this uptick now is because of that decision. Because prior to that, you could not just be any fucking body and hide who you were and put money into campaigns. You had to certify who you were and you had to say where the money was coming from. And so if you are a senator that is taking money from a Russian oligarch to do Putin's bidding, that would be public information. People would know that and you would be exposed as goddamn Russian asset or Russian spy, but now they don't have to. All they have to do is set up some pack launder the money through NRA or whatever shell corporations act like, you know, Trump, blacks for Trump, <coughs> and that ain't shit, but, uh, um, and, and funnel the money straight from anybody. Russia, uh, Scooby-Doo, the man in the moon, anybody, that money can come from anybody, and nobody knows, and they funnel it through all kind of shell companies, and they giving it to the Shade Room, and Media Takeout, and Charlemagne, and 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 it's, oh no, we're, you know, oh no, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're just trying to, um, we're trying to get people, black people to think about voting, and not just throw their vote away, and not race their vote, and so here, say these talking points, because we're, and, and these people are dumb, and or just want the money, or both, and they're basically pushing right-wing propaganda to suppress black votes, thinking that, you know, they're not, because it didn't come, it don't say Vladimir Putin on the check, because it say, you know, such and such media, such and such media is a goddamn shell company for some right-wing bullshit, Roger Stone, fucking Rudy Giuliani, fucking who's the other clown, um, Rupert, Rupert Murdoch, that's all it is, so, that's how I knew, because I was like, oh, this is, this is, this is, Russian Operation 101. The problem was the Obama administration. I know a lot of y'all that's your boy, but he didn't have, you know, they was all these, you know, white liberals and, and too smart for my own good white guys and, you know, didn't have the proper, didn't have the sufficient experience or exposure to, to, to basic Russian operations because for that 10 years we've been chasing these terrorists and George Bush and them fucked it up and, and, and people forgot about Russia for, like they said, forgot about Dre. And they just didn't have the wherewithal. And they didn't understand that they were being outfoxed and outstrategized and, and just moved out the way in a way that they didn't recognize. So that's why they thought they didn't have to say nothing. And they could just because they didn't understand that these people are they've been doing this. They've been waiting for this opportunity to bring us down. And, and, and like this shit is not just automatic. Like it has to be defended. OK. And. Y'all should have told people what they were doing because y'all knew what they were doing. And y'all should have had some countermeasures to what they were doing. And like I said, now that Fannie Willis and God bless the black woman prosecutor in Georgia because, you know, y'all got so much to say about black women prosecutors. But I just think it's I just think it's ironic that all this hollering about the Constitution and Rizzling and, and America and rights and all this shit that is one lone black woman, Georgia, D.A., AG, whatever you want to call it, that is bringing this man to justice, not the Department of Justice, not the FBI, not any of these federal agencies whose job it would be to do this, Georgia. And because she knew what was done and she had the evidence, and I bet and I guarantee you it wasn't just done in Georgia. And I think I saw did I read there was some other state that was thinking about doing it, but I can't remember what state it was. Was it was it Arizona? I can't remember. I thought I read some other state was thinking about doing something similar, but going to wait for Georgia. Um, and like I've told y'all before, um, y'all keep falling for the same okie doke. Y'all keep falling for the same bullshit. Y'all keep falling for this media narrative that Trump's going to come back and Trump's the favorite. <coughs> like I told y'all in 2020, 
If Trump had enough people to beat Joe Biden, he would have beat Joe Biden. He lost one of the biggest electoral victories in history because the votes are not there. The votes were never there. And if this Georgia investigation goes away, I think it could in a way I think it will. If they take it back enough and if they get the right people to snitch. It's going to come out that they did the same thing in 2016 because, like I keep telling y'all, the Republicans always tell us what they're doing. Oh, those people are not real children protesting gun violence. Those are crisis actors. Why would you say that? Because you hire crisis actors. Because you got blacks for Trump and all these stupid people outside protesting with these brand new flashy Trump signs and these brand new crisp American flags. Where they get this shit from? These brand new printed t-shirts. Where did they get that shit from? Because he keeps, he keeps saying that it's a rigged election and it's a fixed election because he knows that that's what they did in 2016. And that's why they were calling around in 2020 so confident and begging, I need more votes here, I need more votes here. You know why? Because they know that's what they did in 2016. Difference is, in 2016, they had the aid of Vladimir Putin. Ever since this Ukraine and Biden won, Biden, an old school Cold War warrior, he knows what's up, they were cut off. So he don't have that assistance, but he still has the roadmap. He knows what they did, and he knows how they did it. And he uh, gathered this gaggle of idiots to pull it off. And I'm positive that there were congressmen, just like I know there were uh, congressmen, senators and congressmen involved in January 6th. I know they were involved in 2016, too. And I know they got up there in front of Congress and lied. And Kamala Harris knows they lied, too. And one of them was the Keebler elf. He told a bold-faced fucking lie. And I'm curious to see if it comes back to him. I'm very curious to see. Because he sat up there and told a bold-faced fucking lie. And Kamala Harris knew it because every question she asked them she already knew the answer to because that's what prosecutors do. They don't ask you a question they don't already know the answer to. So she knows that they were sitting up there lying. <coughs> um, but I've told y'all I didn't know when it was going to happen, but I knew that it was. I was like, there's no way this man is going to just continue to be able to do this and, and not and not have uh, charges pressed against him. Everybody's acting afraid. Everybody's acting like it's going to be the end of the republic if they arrest this man. And like it's going to cause all these problems. Again, a media fiction. Nobody's in the streets. Nobody's protesting. Because the man has a handful of idiots. Not nearly as many as people think they are. Who are basically in a cult. Who, who still support him. People who... Maybe not didn't vote for Trump, but like Warren is, oh my God, he's the worst thing that's ever happened. When January 6th happened and them fucking people were climbing the fucking Capitol and embarrassing us in front of the world and doing the kind of shit that only happens in third world fucking countries and threatening people and, tr and bringing nooses up to literally kill people, that shit was the line. And Anybody who thinks they're going to just skate back past that is a fucking fool. That is when whatever little bit of 30% he may have left had, he lost. Because that was an embarrassment and that was too fucking far and everybody with sense knows it. Everybody with sense knows it. And that is what, and, and thus far, the only people who have been held accountable for that have been the low-level people who we know were acting on orders of people higher up because we still have not been told how they know what doors to go in. We still have not been told how they knew where certain uh, senators and congressmen offices were, how they knew where AOC's office was, how they knew where the security buttons were. We still have not been told that. We do know that Major Biden was trying to warn people because he kept biting Secret Service agents. And I said then, I said listen major is is dogs guard dogs german shepherds uh rottweilers doberman pinchers and probably all dogs they sense moods and they sense when people are off that's why your dog sometimes might start growling at somebody and you don't know that's danger because dogs sense that shit and i said that's why he was biting them people he was biting them secret service agents that was in on that shit that day and was still on that shit and he could pick up the hostility <coughs> that they were feeling towards Biden and his people to towards his daddy and that's why he was biting them justice for Major Biden I've been said that now they got in uh, uh, um now since um Fannie been on the job they, they said they got in part of subpoena they got texts with, with text with secret service agents on that day that shows they're involved 
Of course they were. Because who was in that who was in that limo that was supposed to shuffle Mike Pence off to whatever the fuck they was gonna do to Mike Pence to get him out the way so they could duck that coup? Start there. Cause those were Secret Service agents. Who was in that car? I told y'all what this was from the beginning. It was very easy. That Mueller investigation was a part of the cover-up because he went out of his way to do everything but tell us the obvious, which Fanny is about to tell us now. Um, motherfucking, who's that FBI guy? He should be in fucking jail for what he did because he purposely interfered in the election to, to, to sway the election to Donald Trump. He should be indicted also. He should be indicted also. The fact that there are not laws on the book that says a uh, twice indicted impeached person can't still run for president is ridiculous. But I truly believe that it's not written into the Constitution because it was like a duh. Like, well, of course, the states will do that. But the states acting like they don't know the intent because it's not in the Constitution. Goddamn Rico ain't in the Constitution either. Goddamn drug laws ain't in the Constitution either. It's a lot of shit that's not in the Constitution. The Constitution gives you the power to make those laws. All you got to do is make them. And they ain't got to run through Congress. If Congress is a fucking dysfunctional bullshit... All you need is in one state. If you can't run for president in Georgia because you're convicted, you can't run in California. Guess what? You can't run because those states are not going not going to recognize your candidacy. So anyway, he's arrested. It was a whole lot of performative bullshit. The media falls for this shit every time. <coughs> they showing that ridiculous ass motorcade, which is exactly why he had that ridiculous ass motorcade, so that y'all could show it on the news. And sure enough, y'all showed it. Shouldn't have showed none of that shit. Should have just waited for that mugshot and dropped that. Whenever this motherfucker pulls a stunt and show, here comes the media to give him a fucking audience every fucking time. I'm not saying nothing about that GOP, GOP debate because I didn't watch it and this is just an exercise in foolery and it's just the fact that that could get, the fact that that's on TV as a serious thing at all is it's just the sorry state of America because that was, it, it's, those people are a bunch of fucking morons. Like, none of them, I told you, the person that's probably going to come out of that is Chris Christie because... Chris Christie is the only one that is speaking actual facts and telling actual truth. And like I said, these Trump supporters that they think he, that's half of the country is not a thing. And there are Republicans that are just looking. I'm not saying he's going to beat Joe Biden, but I'm saying there are a whole bunch of Republicans who are looking for somebody to move off of that's not Trump, that, 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 that'll give them an alternative to, to, to Joe Biden. And Chris Christie will be it for a lot of people because he is saying the facts. Now, yes, did he support Trump before he did? I don't think he went as far as some of these other quacks, but he did. But that's not going to matter because right now you got people on stage saying all kind of wacko shit. And he's actually up there dealing in reality. And I think that's going to get him a lot of voters. And I think he's going to. I think he's and, and like I said, unless something drastic happens, unless somebody else enters the race. I think he's going to be the one to come out. Uh, Nikki Haley is smoking uh, crack. If she thinks that they're going to vote for her, they're not going to vote for a woman. They damn sure ain't going to vote for an Indian woman. I don't know what you're thinking. If they're not going to vote for Hillary Clinton, they're not going to vote for you, girl. Um, on the Democratic side, I do think that... I, I just... Look. I'm not... Uh, you know, Joe Biden is Joe Biden, but I think that, that, that he... I think that he is mishandling because... Like in the Titanic, sometimes your experience can work against you. I just think they're all stuck in the 80s and 90s, and they're mishandling. And Kamala Harris should have been way more fronted. Kamala Harris should have been way more used. And and right now, she should be the one that is that that is leading for the Democrat, Democratic Party as the next presidential candidate, not Joe Biden. I think that she's not because they put her in a traditional VP position, which I think was a mistake. The same way I think Hillary Clinton picking... Um, who did, who she picked that white guy that spoke Spanish to try to appeal to Latino voters was a mistake. You don't pick a white guy to speak Spanish. You pick a Latino or you pick a person of color. That's what you do. That's how you appeal to voters by picking one of their own. I think this is the same kind of mistake. I understand that she's VP, but she should be getting because the, the, bulk of your party are people of color it is black women it is not old white men it is not these white liberals it is black people it is people of color it is latino people it is asian people and they want to see people like them 
in these positions. That's why Barack Obama was so popular. They don't want to see the old white guy, Joe. It's not 1985. These, this, it, this, it's, it's not. These, these Bruce, this, Bruce Springsteen ain't, ain't, it ain't born in the USA no more, bro. We way past that. Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, um, um, uh, fucking, um, what's that other guy? Hakeem Jeffries. All these people should be way more prominent than they are. So, that's my thing on that. I think he's going to be convicted. I think that they think that, um, I think they don't know what they up against. I think they think that this black, I know they're calling her all kind of affirmative action hires. I just know they are. And I think they think they can run game on her and play game on her because, you know, they think she's a affirmative action and unqualified and they can do all these fucking legal bullshit. And I think they, they are in for a surprise because nobody that is attorney general at that level is a, is a bad lawyer. And they don't, that is a very competitive position. You got to have clerkships and all kind of shit. And they don't get there because they don't know what they're doing. And they don't get there because they're not good attorneys. So all you can have all these high priced lawyers you think you're gonna run these games, they try to when they want a speedy trial, she said, Let's go. I guarantee you she's ready. She did not drop those indictments because she don't know what her case is gonna be. It's a Rico. Rico gets gets you going in the jail, buddy. That was a terrible rap. I tried, but whatever. Anyway. Alright, moving on. Now what I want to go. That was the most serious thing I want to talk about. Everything else is not. Riri had her baby. They said she officially had it on August 3rd. It is not a girl. It is a boy. The one announcement I read said it was a girl, but their official announcement, they came out said it was born August 3rd and it's a boy. And they don't tell us the name, but it also starts with an R. I hope it ain't Raekwon. Um, so congratulations. Um, two boys. Woo. Good luck. Um... Uh, what else? So I get actually, yeah. Let me get this out of the way first. Um, you know, I get on here and I drag the music and I drag the girls and I say it's terrible and most of it is. But Victoria Monet dropped an album that is really good. I listened to it finally through the day. I believe that the girls are bringing hip hop back. The girls are bringing R and B back. The songs have hooks. They have choruses. They have bridges. Um, you know. And 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 they're good songs. Like I, you know, I normally skip through a, a R and B like, uh, this gonna be some more of that dry shit. But it's not. It's got she got reggae beats on there. She got rapper beats on there. The production is great. It's a good album. So added to the scissor lineup. Um. So this next topic, actually, let me say that for less last. Next one I want to talk about is the documentary on HBO, if you haven't seen it, about Bishop Sycamore High School. If you're not familiar with it, a couple, I want to say last year, not too long ago, um, there was a game on ESPN, a high school football game on ESPN between IMG Academy, which is like one of those, you know, prep schools where, all you know, basically go play football and also go to school on the side schools, and this high school called Bishop Sycamore. Now, I don't watch college football. I don't watch a lot of high school football, but I do keep up with it. And from what I understand, this game on ESPN, um, it was unusual in that the one team, Bishop Sycamore, seemed to be way outclassed by the IMG came like to the point where they didn't look like they should have been on the field. Like them, them, them boys was running them into the ground. The ESPN announcers were like, Hey, you know, we don't know what's going on here, but they need to maybe call it. It was like 58 to nothing. And they was like, Hey, they need to maybe call this game for somebody to get hurt. This is, this is just not fair. And so from that, <clears throat> a controversy evolved because people started looking into well what is the school how did they how did this game even get on ESPN what is this and it turns out that Bishop Sycamore High School was not a real high school it was a fraud organization um run with boys who were not high school age these were all high school graduates so basically you had grown men that got beat 58 to nothing by high school kids that's how bad they that's how that's how large the difference in talent was that these high school kids beat grown 20 21 22 year old big grown ass men 58 to nothing turned out the school was a whole fraud the dude wasn't a real coach it wasn't a real school the kids wasn't real players they wasn't even in school some of them did, didn't even graduate school and it was a whole thing you don't know you know that's the summer you could google it it was the whole thing so anyway this documentary on hbo is to go into that right to to tell the story behind it 
I was looking very forward to seeing it because I remember when the story came out, everybody was just laughing like, God damn, how y'all get beat like that by high school kids? Fuck, that's embarrassing as fuck, right? Well, I take all that back now that I've seen this documentary because the dude, his name is Roy Johnson. He's basically a con man, and I think he has mental issues. He basically ruined these kids' lives, stole these kids' dreams, and for no reason other than he wanted to see if he could get on ESPN. He wanted to see if he could get this con all the way to ESPN, and he did. He took these kids from their home. Kids, and the thing that really upset me about it is the boys that they interviewed, at least, it was about five, six, seven, eight of them maybe, all these boys wanted to do was go to college. They wasn't even gassed off football like that. None of them was like, I wanted to go to the pros. I wanted to be. They literally like, I thought this was an opportunity for me to get, you know, take, get my GD, take my act scores so I could go to college. And, and this was a way. He said he could get us into college. That's what they wanted to do. They were not gassed over football at all. I mean, they liked playing, but that's not what the, that's not what they were there about. He took these kids and lied to them, took them from their parents, lied to them, put them in hotel rooms where the bill was in their name. He got PPP loans in their name. He wasn't feeding these kids. This nigga was a con artist from day one. Had them, They didn't have the proper equipment. They weren't training. He had them playing back-to-back football games. Nobody does that. And ruin these kids, like had these kids looking like fools for nothing. They didn't know, they had the, they was talking to the boys. They didn't know that they had PPP loans in their name. The one kid was like, yeah, he, um, he told me that, you know, he got us scholarships and all we had to do was fill out this form. So I'm filling out the scholarship form, giving my social security number and all this. And it, it wasn't a, so it wasn't a scholarship form. It was a PP, he, he was a PP loan, PPP loan application he had them filling out. These kids thinking they getting scholarships and he's scamming PPP loans for them <clears throat> one kid said he told his dad what he filled out the dad was like wait a minute what that don't sound right did you give me a social security what? and he was like he was like no you got to get that paper back from him and, and tear it up they oh my god and I just felt like he screwed with these kids for no reason the one boy the quarterback got his arm hurt He's on there. He was like, I just wanted to go to school. Why else would I do this? I just wanted to go to school. So then Grambling called and was going to give him a shot. And he was all happy. But then that turns out he couldn't go to Grambling because of what this nigga did with the fake school because he wasn't in school. And he had already graduated and didn't have the grades that he needed and didn't have the test scores that he needed. And Grambling didn't have the the um wherewithal and the, and the resources that they needed for a student like that. Like, bro, we can't. We need you to come in here with that already, and we don't have the program to get you up to that point. So he couldn't go to Grambling because of what this motherfucker did. Luckily, a few of them, they ended up, I think a three, three or four of them ended up going to Louisville, which I was like, I'm glad a lot of them got to go to school because that's really all they wanted. But a couple of them didn't. Like one of them trying to be a rapper, like the other one, this one kid, he cried. He cried. He was like, yo, he was like 21, 22. He was like, yo, he was t- talking to the camera. He's like, I never cried in my life. He was like, but well, I don't understand why you would take somebody, do this to a kid and take my dreams. All I want to do is be able to take care of my family. And now I can't. He just bust out crying. You could just feel like, you could just feel his, his just disappointment and desperation because he didn't want to, you know what I mean? He wanted to be somebody. He wanted to go to school and make some of himself and take care of his family. You could just feel it coming out of him that he just felt like he wasn't never going to be able to do that and he was going to be a bum. And he was crying. And the guy, like the producer, showed it to them, to, the, to this fucking asshole Roy and his fucking whack-ass coach. And he just sat there looking at it. No, at least the other dude, at least I, I give him, he did seem like he was a little upset by it. But this motherfucker just was like, oh, no, they're not going to blame this on me. I was like, man, I don't know how it's nothing they could charge you with. But if they can lock your ass up, they need to lock your ass up. Because why would you do that? So, you know, y'all got to watch it because them boys did not deserve the ridicule that they got. They got totally duped. They had no idea that they were not in a real school. They had no idea that this nigga was a fraud. They just were trying to show... All of them was like, I ain't care that we was losing. I just wanted to get out there and show what we had so somebody could, you know, take me to their junior college or something. I just wanted to go to school. I just wanted to get out there and, and show what I had so that somebody would take me to school. They just wanted to go to school. 
And that shit killed. I'm like, man, that shit was killing me. And this nigga laughing about it. He doing all the scams and laughing about it. Telling how, like, he was only feeding them spaghetti and laughing about it. Talk about he was floating checks and... <coughs> excuse me. He got them evicted from the, um... He was putting them up in hotel rooms and not paying for it. They ain't know nothing about it. <coughs> got them evicted. He laughing about it. All these boys got eviction filings on their name. And he laughing about that shit. I wanted to punch that nigga in his chest. And I hope he goes to jail. Fuck him. See, come on, HBO Max. It's called Bishop Sycamore High. Y'all should watch it. Y'all, y'all gonna be as pissed as I was. Alright, so... Last two um, topics are kind of related. So it's been a bunch of back and forth on Twitter. Not a bunch of back and forth, actually. It's just, you know, look. Some some people just want to be hard-headed. And if that's what they want to do, fine. But, like, the, the chatter has been about, like, how these young girls... It was, so it started because some girl on TikTok um, was on TikTok talking about how she ended up pregnant by a dude that got six other baby mamas. <coughs> and how he doesn't take care of his kid. And that morphed into this whole conversation. I stayed out of it because... Oh, boy. Here we go. Mm. Sorry, y'all. Okay. I stayed out of it because... I didn't want to pile on the girl because I will give it to The girl had the baby. And so, you know... But... I mean, you know, she was dealing with the situation. But... People were saying that they want to, you know, these girls need to have more accountability. People were like, well, she has a baby. What kind of accountability do you want? And I think people are um, not communicating what they mean well. I think that when people say they want accountability, what they want is people to, and, and it, is, it doesn't, doesn't relate <coughs> so much to this specific girl, although I think it kind of does, but this is just what, touched off the conversation um people want people to take accountability for the poor decisions that they make at this late hour with all the information available to them that they just run through and ignore people get on and oh well I didn't know he had these baby mamas and it's like that's very hard for me to believe because these dudes that are like that, that are deadbeat dads, that are bums, that have these outside, these are character flaws. It's not just something that you do. It's a character flaw and it shows up in a whole lot of different ways. The way they talk about other women, the way they talk about, you know, their, their baby mama, if they bring it up, the way they talk, the way they treat, you know, oh, well, she's she crazy, but she, you different, like, these are these are things that the grandmothers try to tell try to tell you, but you don't want to listen to because you think grandmama's old and out of touch, and the decisions are just not good. Like I said, I think a couple weeks ago, like look, when we were young, we you know girls were in the streets, they were thought and the bop and they were doing what you're supposed to do, but they weren't getting pregnant by bums. You girls are getting pregnant by bums, and then you're wanting to play. You didn't know this, that, and the other. You did know these people. Nothing about these dudes. First of all, you don't even know them well enough to be having a baby by them. That's the first thing. Okay? Of course, he popping up with eight and nine baby mamas because you already you, you only been dating a dude for three months and you already pregnant. You don't know shit about him. You didn't do no due diligence. You didn't get a chance to see, like, I said, what kind of dude is, do he pay his bills? Is his credit good? Like, how does he talk? Like, that's what people are saying about accountability. They want y'all to stop acting like... These things are things that are happening to you when you're making bad decisions, you're making bad choices, your motives are not pure, you know somebody doesn't take care of one set of kids, but you think he's going to take care of yours. You know this dude been in and out of jail, behind on all kind of child support, but you think he's going to take care of you because he's telling you you're different. 
this is what people are saying because it's not fair to the children it's like look if you just must fuck these bum dudes we don't know why but if you just must like y'all why are you getting pregnant by them why are you fucking them with no protection why and then you want to have the baby and come to us that's what people mean by accountability and what people are trying to bang through y'all's hard ass heads it's like y'all you 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 collecting red flags and you're ignoring things that are obvious that this person is not a person that you should procreate with but you're doing what you want to do or you're ignoring it because you feel like you want to have one up on the other baby mama or you want to be the chosen one or you want to be the special one and that's why you're doing this stuff and that's why i don't have no sympathy for it and that's why i just don't i just i don't i don't have the the patience that i don't i'm not going to be sitting here defense attorney and a lot of these girls because number one you 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 have a responsibility if you want to fuck your life up that's fine but y'all are bringing children into these most subpar situations and a lot of y'all didn't come from subpar situations you're just hard-headed and you don't listen but you came from a stable home you had two parents but you want to have a baby by a nigga that's in and out of jail that's not fair that's not fair you're setting your child up for for a, a subpar life from the beginning that he can't recover from and that he has no choice in it. I just, I don't like it, and that's why I don't have all this. Nobody's saying that y'all can't be out here. Nobody's saying that you can't roll around with these bum-ass niggas. I don't know why y'all want to anyway. But if he can't get himself out of his mama house, I don't know how you think he's going to support you, okay? You need to find somebody that is, oh, well, he's trying. He's growing. No. Find some. There ain't no try. You either doing it or you ain't. You either out of your mama house or you not. You either got a job or you don't. You either pay your bills or you don't. You either support your children or you don't. It ain't no try. You either do it or you don't. And I just don't know why y'all be lining up to raise these grown men. Like the Prophet K. Michelle said, you can't raise a man. Whatever the parents ain't do ain't going to be done. These dudes have no shame. They don't care because shame has been taken out of the equation. So it's okay to walk around talking about you got all these kids and only pay $20 in child support. Nobody will shame you for that. Niggas will still hang out with you like it's okay. So, you know, why would I act right? What's the, what's the, what's the, uh, what's going to happen if I don't? So you know i just I'm, I'm tired of the back and forth y'all act like niggas don't switch up they don't really they don't really they've always been that you just didn't want to see it you wanted to ignore it and now you're stuck and now he switched up he was always disrespectful you never seen him go on to work you know he lived with his mama you you know it's it's stuff going on that don't really make no sense every baby every girlfriend you ever had is crazy every single one they all crazy they all tripping okay dude you're not responsible you you're not even polite you don't even you know you don't even know how to read well you know you got a record you know like come on man y'all be picking the bottom of the barrel and we just it's just it's just people want you to to take make better choices that's what they mean by accountability they want you to stop doing dumb shit because the thing about um oh you know they they fool people you know what the main word in fool people is fool because that's what you're being. Now, if you tell me that, you know, oh, no, I met his family. And, yeah, we went. And because that happens. So there are some niggas that really do that, go all out. And, you know, I met his family. I Nobody ever mentioned. And, you know, I didn't know. And then this, that's different. You've done your due diligence. It's been about a year. You know where he works. You done been to a work function. You know, y'all don't know vacation together. You've been to his apartment. You know it's his apartment. Not to be an Airbnb. You know, you see his name on some bills. You get to know him a little bit. You know what kind of person he is. You know, you know, y'all done went out a few times. Y'all established, okay, I don't think this, at, at this year point, he seemed normal. I don't see no, no huge flashing red flags. That happens. But for the most part, y'all motherfuckers be laid up and pregnant by these niggas. And y'all done met two, three months ago. And, you know, and then up here talking about you were fool. No, you weren't fool. You just, you're not... You're, you're, you're not you're, you're, you're jumping into relationships with people based off superficial bullshit and then you're not taking any kind of precautions to not become pregnant by them and then you want to make it the world's problem <coughs> I just I don't have it for y'all because I, it's not that it's, it's, it's just it's terrible decision making and it's no it's like it's not even like where are the standards 
Like where y'all keep wanting to talk about recipe, the recipes are being passed down. Y'all just don't listen because y'all think y'all know everything. And your grandmama was no fool. Your grandmother, yes, she maybe she had a, affairs. Maybe she had kids outside the house. Maybe your granddaddy had kids outside. We all know that. But you know what your grandma wasn't going to do? She wasn't going to run off with that nigga Willie to shoot pool for a living because he couldn't keep a roof over her head. Okay. That's what your grandma wasn't going to do. And y'all keep thinking that nobody don't know anything and, and people fool you. Well, if he's so, if he's so, you know, I don't know, chameleon and can't, how come your sister knew? How come your mother knew? How come your grandmother said, baby, that's, that's not a man for you. He don't do this. He don't do that. But y'all don't want to hear that. Cause y'all think nobody don't know nothing. Baby, he don't even have a job. What do you mean? He lives at home. Do he work full time? You know, I don't, I look, I know y'all new kids do this stuff, but a man's supposed to be out of the house. A man's supposed to be out and getting his own thing so that he could be a man. So he could pay his bills. So he not trying to look to you to quote fingers. Let him be a man. He got to already be a man when he come to you, baby. And that man live with his mama's basement with three baby mamas who he don't support or take care of. And they ain't got a roof over their head. They live with their parents too or struggling on their own. That's not the man. That's not the man, baby. You don't want you don't want to attach yourself to that but y'all don't want to hear that he's trying he's that she's crazy she got him on all this child support y'all don't y'all 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 goofy and y'all dumb and that's why people say you need to be held accountable they want you they what they mean is make better decisions and stop blaming it on you're not 12 you're not 13 these dudes are not that bright they're not that great they're not these are not you're not dealing with charles manson's here you're not dealing with the ted bundy's here you're not dealing with super sophisticated dudes they don't even have enough money to be slick okay you gotta have enough money to have a family on the whole other side of town you gotta be able to pay that mortgage too you gotta be able to that rent too this nigga don't have they, these niggas don't have enough money to be as sly as y'all claim so and related Kiki Palmer posts a video on live with her, and I think his name is Darius, her and her baby daddy. And y'all are jumping out the window on this. Let me tell you what that was. Kiki just turned 30. The man went on the internet, embarrassed her. Whether you whether you agree with what he said, didn't agree with what he said, that wasn't the point. The man went on the internet and embarrassed her. Tried to make it out like she was an ill-fit mom and, and all of this bullshit. Knowing that's motherfucking Kiki Palmer that we all been knowing forever that's a whole star. Her and Usher were doing things that celebrities do at shows. <coughs> and you at home and your feelings talking about you the man of the family. Are you? Where's the man of the family paycheck, bruh? So. They put out a statement that said that, you know, they were going to co-parent, but they were not... Um, in a relationship <coughs> and people claimed that they didn't say that but they did they put a statement out so then they put a kiki put a live up just now where basically what i saw <coughs> sorry we got to wrap this up was a man basically apologizing or letting us know that he had apologized for what he did for embarrassing her and recognize that that's his quote fingers partner in crime on the camera and that gave big you embarrassed me publicly on the camera so you go you go and apologize to me publicly on the camera that basically gave yeah this motherfucker apologized he's back in line and we cool now i don't know if they're back together i didn't take that as a man back together because i feel like his pause to say what they were was taking direction from her like we not together but what you want me to say okay partner in crime because I feel like if they was back together, that little pause wouldn't have been there and it wouldn't have been so hard to say, this is my lady, this is my girlfriend, this is my baby mama. So that pause gave me, all right, you know, we're going to do what we got to do for the, for the kid. And I was probably out of line. And I apologize. And it really wasn't that serious. But that's what that was. Um, all this other shit, y'all, Kiki went back home. Did Kiki go back home or did he go back home? Because Kiki is the one that owns the home, so she never left it. So I don't know what y'all are talking about with that. Um, yeah, but I mean, look, I, and, and you know, I don't know. I, I I feel like a lot of people are in these these dysfunctional relationships, and they don't understand the notion of doing what's best for your for your baby and everything don't have to be knocked down drag out we don't have to be toxic fucking enemies just because our relationship didn't work out and i apologize i was in my feelings and i shouldn't have done that and i'm sure i guarantee you that i know that energy that energy was like yes 
he apologized and he going to talk he going to say what he going to say on camera cuz he wanted to go on Twitter and tell all my business so now you going to talk to the live that's what that was um shout out to her I wish them the best they seem cool you know um but I know one thing he keep keep a check Palmer going to be good regardless so um that's it guys I my voice is going to start giving out here I've been talking a whole lot I turned the air off. Um, this bronchitis is killing me. I wanted to clear out so bad. I've been rubbing Vicks and all kind of shit. I went to the doctor and they sent me um, they sent me this uh, nose spray with a steroid and this cough medicine that's supposed to knock it out, but it ain't here yet. So um, you know, bear with me, pray for me. Um, just so y'all know, I won't be giving y'all one this upcoming week because it's Labor Day and I have plans. I'm gonna be out of town and I'm not gonna give y'all one. So taking off for Labor Day next week okay um thanks for listening to thanks for asking like me rate me tell a friend sorry for the delays um but you know we're gonna keep going with it but the, the schedule's gonna switch you know life goes on things change big things come so you know but i thank y'all for rocking with me so much i really appreciate it i hope y'all don't ever feel unappreciated you're not it's just life be life and all right see y'all next time peace